Hello and welcome. It's the Push Record and Run Shallot Records podcast, Yeah. Today we have on two members from the Lincoln-based band Salt Creek, Nathan Glenn Richardson and Zach Crastiel. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. In a way, this podcast is a bit of a follow-up to our prior uh, conversation with Jeremy Worst, uh, considering that these guys just recorded a brand new EP with Jeremy, consisting of two songs and then an alternate version of one of the tracks. It's called Our Own World, and the tracks are Lock the Doors and On Your Road. And then Lock the Doors has an alternate version as well. So these are out on all streaming platforms, so please go check it out. And in the middle of the podcast, we're going to play one of the songs for you to give you uh, a behind-the-scenes taste if you don't feel like pausing the podcast and then just listening to both of the songs right now, which I encourage you to do. But on top of being a world-class musician, Nathan Richardson, who you will hear in, in just a moment, uh, is also one of the co-founders of Relentless Merch here in Lincoln. Uh, they might be the biggest merchandising company in Nebraska. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure what to call them. They do hats and t-shirts and bags and screen printing and all of the, all of the cool stuff that, um, that any band needs in order to actually have a merch stand to begin with and not only do they support like the local music community and, and indie artists doing their thing but they also get commissioned from artists from all around the world to make merch for them so uh, they not only have an impact on on our immediate success us as, as local musicians but also uh, the grander musical community of the world so super exciting to talk to this mover and shaker uh, and the get get a better idea of the holistic entity that is Salt Creek. Um, these guys are full of all kinds of wisdom, all kinds of knowledge, and uh, again, it's a pleasure to have them down here in the Shallot Studio. Actually, this is the last podcast that uh, was recorded in the classical Shallot Studio, which is, i.e., my basement. Uh, we have recently moved to a brand new space in the same building in which the Mez is located. So if you're ever in the Mez, uh, just know that uh, Shallot is also doing stuff in the Mez. Uh, we've actually rebranded the studio. The studio is now called Treasure Island Studios as it's sort of a collective of different artists who are working in these two, two, two studio spaces that we've uh, accumulated and, and have started renting. Um, and it's a much bigger space, get much better sound. I don't know if you can hear right now, but there's like a bit of an echo going on in the microphone. Um, so it's it's very exciting. I've I've spent pretty much all week moving all my stuff in and uh, and s setting it up so it's conducive to recording. Uh, and we have a few recording projects coming up in the near future. So excited to get rolling on those as well. So without further ado, please help Gage, CJ, and I welcome Zach and Nathan of the Lincoln-based band Salt Creek to the Push Record and Run Shallot Records podcast. Yeah. One last thing real quick before we take off. I must apologize for the buzzing in Nathan's microphone almost this whole time. I didn't realize there was a buzz. This has never happened to me before. I'm using the same microphones. So, uh, yeah. Um, it's not, it's not terrible. I mean, he's still got the same, you know, EQing and everything going on, but I, I used a little gate to kind of get rid of, uh, the buzzing in the, in the portions where he's not speaking. So, um, just know that his voice isn't usually, uh, afflicted with a buzz. Like when you're talking to him in, him in person, there's, there's not a buzz to his voice. That's just this conversation. So thank you for bearing with me. And, uh, here, here we go. Oh, that's sick. Because, you know, especially yeah. back then, it would be like you would use a vinyl record as a rolling tray. Right. So it was like that was right. a part of the whole that's record so listening. Genius. Like, Pretty sure they did that oh in Freaks and Geeks God. at one point. Yes. You know? Yes. A yes. gatefold so album smart. as a... <laughs> <laughs> this is this is really ridiculous but i really recently this year got into i just rewatched freaks and geeks Fucking for like the show, second man. or third time i love yeah. it to death um and it's the guidance counselor recommends Lindsay american beauty yes yep. yes and i got into that this year i was like you know i know the grateful dead but like i don't know where to start especially with they have a crazy huge catalog yeah. it's mm -hmm. like where do you start with a band like that I and i was like start with american beauty and i've I love it, dude. It's a great record. Yeah, straight up. Dude, Friend of the Devil has been like Ugh. one of my top played songs this year. I went on like a road trip recently and it 
was yeah a go-to the thing about dead though is like they didn't give a fuck about recording in the studio so like their albums came out kind of like eh but their live recordings are spectacular yeah always yeah and i've always like i know they have that legacy as a live band so it's like yeah it's like especially if you are trying to get into them just by listening to them it makes it even a little more daunting it's like where do you start yeah so it's nice to be uh, to have someone, even if it's just a TV show, be like, "This is the Dead <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. pivotal album." <laughs> right. I, don't, I don't hear that about Grateful Dead very often, where it's like, "Listen to this record specifically." It's more like, "Go catch a show." Yeah. Where it's like, I needed that. I needed that nudge towards a specific piece of work to get into a band. Yeah. See, I don't know if you guys do this, but I find like the the pinnacle like the zeitgeist album of any band's discography and then i listen to it into the ground and that's the only album of theirs that i know mm. oh okay yeah it's a struggle i it's think that struggle. can be like a good intro and then sometimes you fall so in love with that you like want to dig deeper and then that's when you find the good deep cuts. Mm-hmm. yeah i kind of feel that way about the beatles sometimes where it's yeah. like people are all like abbey road and then you only listen to abbey road and then it's like there's all this other goodness right but well with the beatles that can be any number there that could be yeah yeah, yeah that know? depends on who you ask for sure too yeah. but do you have the the thing where you uh will find like they're the less like popular record but like that was the record like either picked up at like a 99 cent bin or something weird uh-huh. and you just like fall in love with that one record and then like they have like the top hits, but you like still are on like that one yeah. spot. But yes, I did Especially that in oh. the pre-streaming days. I feel like that yeah. was really uh-huh. big because yeah. it was like that was how you discovered a band was you picked up that record specifically mm-hmm. and you would play it until it was over, until you were done with it, and then it was like shit. <laughs> I gotta go out and buy this. And now <laughs> when you're streaming, it's like okay, what's their most popular? Uh-huh. Like I'm gonna yeah. listen to their top songs and see if I vibe it. Yeah. And then I'll check it out. Like it's kind of fun going through and like looking at bands that you already know really well, like their top songs. Like what do other people like? Well, yeah, from yeah. this artist. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. a good way to gauge that in that sense. Because then I'm like, oh, <laughs> maybe my tastes are <laughs> yeah. not yeah. everyone else. I have like a a weird poser symptom where I I will find just like the one song off of an album that I like, and I'm like, that's the band. And then I move Hell on yeah. to the next album. I'm like, this song. <laughs> and it was like that's the band at this point you know and then and then it just all is my my conscious is just based on the, that one track from the album because i don't deep dive enough sadly yeah i'm a loser <laughs> oh no there's just <laughs> not, no. there's so much music now too, i know though, and it is more like single formulated nowadays yeah. too and so. even how like songs hit you like i remember i uh, got Death Cab for Cutie plans, and I listened to what Sarah said, and I was like, "Oh, that that song's just so like pivotally, like super emotional." And you're like, "The the rest of the record doesn't seem as emotional because that song's just so like gut wrenching, you know." Yeah. yeah. And so that, you're like, "This is the song," you know. Yeah. And that was the single from the album. Uh, no, that was uh, "I Will Follow You Into the Dark" was like the oh, main single. Oh. Mm. Um, but it was like right after that song, I think was uh, what Sarah said. But nice, yes. It's a heavy hitter. Save the best song for either the second track on the album or the one after the main single. After the hit single. After the that's hit single. that's yeah. like the big thing. I always think that's so interesting. We were talking about that filter, was it? Yeah, yeah. Record where it's like there's oh, what's the song? Oh man, it's uh It's, it's like a picture. big a yeah. picture. It's like do you want to take my picture cuz I won't remember. It's like this big hit 90s song <laughs> yeah. and it's like you hear that song you're like oh i know this this was in a bunch of movies and all this stuff yeah and then you listen to the actual record it's on and it's nothing like that and then it's like the sickest like grunge record yeah like... it's way heavier and i just i'm always really fascinated by like how do you follow up a song like that yeah. especially like that's yeah, your hit single and then like if you know that when you're formulating your record it's mm-hmm. like yeah how do you yeah. follow that up and how are you going to get people to keep listening past that with mm-hmm. with filter though like they uh he was already in nine inch nails and then like uh trent Reznor like told him hey like i'm i'm leaving to go to new orleans to write this my own record He's like, go write your own fucking record, like do your own thing, and he started that dude filter. Was a nine inch nails. Yeah, so he already wow. had this like attitude of like, I like he had already done was successful. So he was like, okay, like if this record does well, cool. Like he's like, 
just followed up with more like really good records but that's cool none of them were like like the same you know yeah even picture it's just like a, a weird version he has yeah. another song similar that got radio play but that's cool yeah he i still guess like the heavier really heavy stuff, yeah right? the heavier stuff makes a lot more sense knowing he was involved with nine inch nails nice so I, you probably have to intro this <laughs> chit chat how about you guys introduce yourselves from salt creek we have the bassist i'm zach crestiel i play bass and yeah. nathan guitar yeah i'm nathan richardson yeah what's up, what's up y'all <laughs> so y'all just dropped uh your single uh a world of uh, our own world is uh, the name of the duo but mm-hmm. it's two two songs Tell me about that that this process. Uh, how, how was it like recording with Jeremy? Um, it was good. <laughs> we actually uh, we recorded those I think about a year ago. It was like around. It was it April. And I think it was maybe even February. Where, February yeah, it was like twenty twenty. We kind of were after a very specific goal at that time where we want. We were like, okay, we want to try to write some hard rock songs. Like. Yeah. We kind of strayed into a, uh, I don't know, a different realm with our last EP. And we're like, okay, like, let's try this out, see what it's about. Like, you know, just yeah. write some, like, fun, just rock songs. Because that's yeah. what they are. They hit so hard, man. Yeah. We, we've yeah. been listening to them a lot. And they are some bangers, dude. Lock seriously. the doors. Like, seriously. It reminds me of this old... Um, old song from like early 2000 by audio vent the energy oh, yeah. has sort of that tonality to it but in a presented in a way more modern and better in my opinion cool. way it, it's Thank just you. absolutely a banger so i'd assume right it's on. like a collective effort then writing from the band yeah yeah, yeah. definitely yeah yeah what normally works is like um chase will kind of like throw some like riff ideas and i'll have some riff ideas and we'll kind of get together and just start like flushing it out. And even with Jeremy, like we kind of consider him a fifth member of the band. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Even with Lock the Doors, like that big riff that starts out, like originally that was like not supposed to happen in the intro. Yeah, and the he was like, original version was so much different. Yeah, he was just like, hey, like let's let's just chop this up. And he sent me over like an audio recording he's like what do you think of this and we're like oh yeah that's that's where it needs to be and there's we've known jeremy for so long too like he's toured with us multiple times over like filled in as a guitar player and he just he knows who we are what we're about what we're trying to do what our vision is and this was some of our like previous experiences working with other people i think it's really refreshing just to like have someone who really gets it in that sense that's or really, to yeah, that's awesome. feel like it is an extension of a band member in that sense. And you can just like trust that when you are trying to get an idea out creatively, that he knows where you're coming from and yeah. what you're trying to do. He knows how to play his producer role. Yeah. Music, like yeah. instrument really well. Yeah. Well, know? and not even just as like a general producer, but even just for us personally and yeah. specifically as a band and people like, you know, just being able to like share time on the road with him and to like be in the van and talk about records and be like, Fuck man, yeah. I love yeah. this and this moment and this song. I love what they did here and here. Like, you know, he's played our music live and has been a part of our live set and yeah. knows how we like to translate that and everything. You know, it's just uh-huh. like he he really knows what you guys are wanting. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what you need, especially when when you guys are. It seems like it's it's like it's like a step up. You know, it's it feels like a bit, especially Thank with uh, this tooth and nail record shit going on. Like, yeah. congrats, y'all! Thank, Thank you, man. Appreciate that. Yeah. How did that matric- matriculate, matriculate, <laughs> materialize? Um, materialize. <laughs> it was kind of a little bit of everything. Uh, we we had talked to a bunch of other places, and a lot of places wanted to, you know, like focus on like Chase being the band instead of like us as like a full band or yeah. like they um just like had a different mindset of what like salt creek was supposed to be maybe they thought we were supposed to be like more of an emo band than a rock band yeah and we we're just like we just want to do what we want to do and uh our uh friends in tiger wine uh are also on uh tooth and nail and they gave Shit. adam our ep yeah. 
and then also our management like uh josh is our like has been working for us for like the last two years and he kind of was like uh talking to adam about something completely different and with another band and he's like hey like what do you think of this and, he's, and then adam was like yeah I've, I've already heard that like we were gonna bring that up to you and so it was just kind of a perfect fit and yeah yeah um, a lot of a lot yeah. of like and honestly we we spent five six years as an independent band too so it yeah. was like We've really kind of gone through this process. We met with some other labels, like Josh, our our manager, like really reached out and like created this dialogue a lot, but we weren't willing to jump at anything or like it had to be a good fit in that sense. So it's good. We kind of went through a couple of other like negotiation processes or something, and this one just really seemed a lot more right than the other ones. Yeah. Have you traveled up to their headquarters yet? So no, I haven't. Or... No, it's in Seattle. <laughs> yeah, and our yeah. our A is from Denver, but mm. I we still have never met him in person. Either, Spread so. all over. Yeah, uh-huh. hell in the pandemic, I think has only made that even more yeah. difficult. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, this was something that like I think it started to kind of materialize right before, but it really kicked in right when stuff started shutting down. So, yeah. Did you wait to release these singles then until after the pandemic was over? Or? I think that's a mixture. Yeah. yeah. And just kind of how the whole process plays out. Yeah, it took uh like the actual signing and everything took probably about like three or four months. Like Whoa. even uh we were in the studio and recording an LP that like we were like, Okay, like Tooth and Nails giving us a budget, let's go do this, like you know, and like it still in the process of finishing our deal yeah, yeah. still and hadn't signed. yeah we were in we were in a nice studio in kansas city being like the label is paying for this but we hadn't officially signed yet oh, shit. on the line but it, you know it's just one of those things where the process can take so long i think it would yeah. be hard to deal with sometimes but. you know yeah and, and from our conversation with jeremy i mean it seems like you guys have been working on the the all this upcoming stuff a lot yeah, and for a very long time, yeah. Even these singles, Lock the Doors and On Your Road, like, we were probably, like, in the basement writing those, like, 2019 sometime. Whoa. Maybe even, like, mid-early 2019 sometime when we were first, like, hashing out You've the been seeds of those ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, I know. Yeah, you're telling me, Hold man. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, we're ready to get them out. <laughs> And yeah, it's it's tough too because yeah, it's like with these songs, we're you know nowadays with streaming and everything, it's like, do you make an album? Do you just put out a bunch of singles? You know, like the industry's so yeah. weird with all that. Mm-hmm. So we kind of want to do a little bit best of the both worlds. So like these songs are some of our singles, and then we're gonna put out a full length and hopefully cross yes. off both those boxes. Yes, because this will be so. your first full length. Yes. Yeah, we mm-hmm. uh. In 2020, we were in the studio with Prepro. I think Jeremy counted like 58 days or 60 days. Ooh, so holy crap! Yeah, it it should not have taken that long, <laughs> definitely. But there was a lot of stuff that we were still working on and still trying to hash out. And yeah, um, I I think like it turned out great because of the the time we spent on it. And um, even though there's like parts of me that I'm like, man, like. I can't believe we spent that much time <laughs> like, <laughs> as a, of a year. You'll but. always find a reason to kick yourself. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully yeah. it'll pay off. Oh, yeah. In yeah. the best way possible. Definitely. So. Seems like it is so far. And, like, yeah. hopefully yeah. it wasn't on your dime, so. <laughs> no, I know. No. Really, yeah. I, I think other than food, you know. Yeah. 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 We're all hanging, too. Good, so, good yeah. yeah. As long yeah. and as, as potentially shitty as the process is, do you have, like, a favorite component of it like what that you get to really get down to is there like an element of the recording process that you're like oh this is my shit all right i know exactly what i'm doing here just hanging dude i yeah uh, we we gotta spend was it eight or nine days in kansas city there's a studio b24 that like it's a like multi-million dollar studio is gorgeous um (laughs) but we we recorded drums and did reamps and like did like some acoustic stuff there and um just like spending that we we had steve from tiger wine and we had our friend chris from the east coast that does uh videography uh down just hanging out and it was like 
we had this whole like gang that we brought Posse. to the studio and so we were like hanging out in an airbnb every night with our friends that's awesome that was nice. a good time yeah that's the best I, I guess for me it might be that point where we're all in a room like so it's like chase kind of comes in with an idea or someone comes in with an idea and then we take it all in the same room we have our amps and drums and everything and that's when we like kind of hash out the rough skeleton of the idea that was a lot of fun too like we spent we set up over 2020 like peak pandemic like closing quarantine we set up in the relentless merch embroidery shop and like went in there in the summer like no ac like just us four and like i think like a lot of the ideas of the record like they're not the polished finished versions of the ideas yeah. but a lot of the foundational ideas from the record were birthed in that kind of environment which is oh, really yeah. fun yeah yeah well that you... jam per sense yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's always where the creativity really flows you know because you, you're thinking on your feet you're thinking improvisational yeah and stuff like that so just sometimes yeah. it's nice you know we'll, we'll get it just a, a nice re- room mic out here going and then just jam for a little bit and see what sticks yeah go back and look you know exactly originally like our our first like we're going to start writing an lp we went to a like a a was it a a bar or like a A farmhouse farmhouse out in uh, wasau is that how you say it wausa i don't even know how to say it it's like a small town nebraska and uh just got like an airbnb and wrote for three or four days and uh, I think we ended up using two of the songs from yeah. that one retreat. So awesome. that was a yeah, fun was a good time. time. Awesome. Yeah, just like a random farmhouse. I messaged them on Airbnb. I was like, "Hey, <laughs> just to be transparent, we're gonna set up amps and drums in your dining room. Is this cool?" <laughs> They're like, "Go for it." <laughs> I was in an Airbnb right. one time, and uh, we had a friend over for a second, and they had cameras in the house. And they were like, there's somebody in the house that you didn't say was going to be there. And I was like, you're, oh, that's, you're watching? Yeah, that's like one of my weird. worst fears. It's like, <laughs> yeah, what's the, the quickest thing to get me to spin out in an Airbnb is like, what if they have hidden cameras? Yeah. Like, oh. it should be illegal. It were like, they, were they hidden? Or were they like... No, they were just out and about, but I was like, <laughs> you're actively I mean, watching. Even then, there's got to be like yeah. a privacy violation there. Yeah, like something. I could get it for security and like you're renting the... But that's weird. But it's like, what if there was a a camera in the corner of your hotel room? Yeah, mm-hmm. like, I wouldn't. Like, yeah, that's. <laughs> and that's if you're not doing cool, if you're doing something that's gonna like make them pay an overhead for your stay, like say you put a hole in the wall or something, then they're gonna know it was you. They're gonna know it was you. <laughs> yeah. So what does it matter? There's a bunch right. of missing things. It's like, creepy. Uh, hmm. That's a little creepy to me. Yeah, yeah definitely on the creep meter. <laughs> creep meter. <laughs> <laughs> i've had some of those moments in an airbnb where i'm like should i be staying here <laughs> at, least, at least i haven't been to a, like a haunted hotel yet that's good <laughs> fingers crossed <laughs> unless i'm already possessed and it's gotten me to this point well that doesn't sound like such a bad thing no yeah. it's yeah. been it's been good positive it was me possessing you the whole time gage oh yeah i, I have a split personality were... and my other personality is you <laughs> anyway (laughs) do you think would it be uh against the rules to play one of your songs in in the middle of the podcast oh not at all i don't don't think think so so. if we played lock the doors like right now no i I think that's chill yeah. yeah cool so yeah this is lock the doors by salt creek on their new ep entitled our own world please enjoy
<laughs> so tell us a little bit about Relentless. Give us, give us, I will give a brief description from my point of view on how I think Relentless merch is like the go-to place for all your screen printing needs, especially if you are in the Midwest. If you're in Nebraska, you're a fool if you're not going through Relentless. <laughs> Damn, Honestly. That is really kind. Yo, can I, can I sponsor this podcast? <laughs> yeah. <Yes. laughs> I'm like, is this a weird time to like, ask? I would sample that. It's like putting it in like, a radio spot. Yeah. Like, that's a good radio spot. We can send it yeah. over to KZUM. Right. Hell yeah. <laughs> I love KZUM. They're I great. They're so great. <laughs> KZUM are like... Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> in my in my mind, like in oh, the community man. of like oh, local yeah. Yeah. DIY sort of badass uh, co- uh, companies, like yeah, yeah KZUM awesome. is yeah, it's on all the time in my car. I have like uh, <laughs> I, I live with a pup at home who has a little bit of separation anxiety, and so he listens to KZUM when we're not home. And nice, it's a it's a mainstay. Anyway, relentless. Sorry. Oh, you're good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. So Relentless started out, uh, I think, 2012. Uh, my brother and I like just bought a like little DIY setup, and we had a party house in Kearney that we just started printing for our friends. And I was playing in a touring band then, and uh, just needed T-shirts, and yeah. everywhere was way too expensive, and we weren't like making any money. We were like, mm-hmm. as it was, like no, $10. no bands are making yeah. money, so it's like, how the hell am I supposed to get T-shirts and, when they're like, I need like at least twenty-five. And the, the standard <laughs> until I don't know, like two thousand fourteen or fifteen was like twelve-dollar shirts, and you get them for ten dollars, and you're like, dude, how am it's I, like- how am I even <laughs> profiting? But um, yeah, we started in his bedroom. Uh, eventually, I was working at a music store after I graduated college, and uh, I, I met T- Tyson from Ironbrush. Uh, he's the owner oh, of Ironbrush, yeah. and he was like, "Hey, like if you're working like twenty or thirty hours in the back of your house every day after you work a full time job, you should quit that fucking full time job." Right. So, uh, <laughs> I quit, and I haven't worked. Uh, another job for i think seven years now congratulations Um, thank you you found your niche and my my brother quit like about six months later and we moved to lincoln uh because we were just printing for mainly lincoln businesses and bands yeah yeah um yeah after that like it just kind of grew itself and uh i'm i made a lot of friends on touring that just kind of took care of me and uh made sure i was good and now it's its own beast. I think we have about 22 people all together there. And, wow. Nice, uh, dude. Just looked at a giant building today that I'm, I, no I might way. be jinxing. Oh, I might be jinxing, but. No, no. you're speaking um, it into no. existence. Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah. All together. I, I, Ask the universe for what you want. Uh-huh. Yeah, we, it just keeps doing its own thing and growing and it's, it's exciting and I get to work yeah. with my friends every day. And That's awesome. Oh, as Good you gig. deserve. Yeah. That's so awesome. And you do design work as well, and I've seen a lot of your work. And dude, you all—you have a great eye. Yo, thank you. I uh, I love designers. I don't. I I feel like I have a uh, some weird thing where I don't think I'm a real designer. Uh, what's what's that called? I don't, imposter syndrome. Imposter, I have super bad imposter syndrome, and just don't ever consider myself an artist, like in any capacity. And I just appreciate other designers, yeah. but. At this point, I feel like I should just consider myself a graphic yeah. designer. But uh, <laughs> I recently started to slow down a bit just because we're so busy with Relentless. Yeah. I do miss it, but there was a point where I was doing, like, a two-band designs a night, and I was spending, like, basically I was doing Relentless, and then I'd go home and work on designs, and I just got, like, this really bad burnout. And yeah. so I just do... Down. Yeah, I, I do, like, one design a month, yeah. and I have fun with it, but uh, it's normally for homies that, yeah. like, don't have any other option, and I'm like, okay, like, <laughs> I got throw you. me 20 bucks, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> right. but, that's a steal for that's what a you produce, <laughs> Well, yeah, and that's, that's the thing, too, is where I also want to embrace other designers, so yeah. I, I've been... Uh, just referring other people because there's there's so many good designers like even in our area like yeah um i i've been like following uh yasmin i don't know how her last yeah. name yeah, yeah just the she does wow. design fucking work? best dude yeah yeah oh i have not seen um, that but 
fantastic yeah, musician. If you guys haven't heard, Yasmin. Yeah, dude. Nice is that the right last name? I think so. Okay. Yeah, if that's the way that wrong, I've, I've always heard it. <laughs> if I'm saying it wrong, yeah. then... If I'm speaking about the right person, right? Yasmin Nur, yeah. Don't they the, do music? A musician from Omaha? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Yes, you're there. I'm in it. I'm in it. Yeah, okay. I just had to make sure. It'd be worth looking up, though. Yasmin, double check. Is Sayer? Sayer! Oh, you got the wrong person. Oh, but same I that I know who you're talking about. Okay, yeah, has been there. Yes, but okay. yeah, I. Wrong, wrong, okay, but there's just so many, there's so many good <laughs> artists that I'm like, yo, like, I want to embrace them as much as humanly possible, yeah. and I feel like I've I've done enough designs that I'm 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 content on my uh, design world right. life forever, and I I just <laughs> I feel like everybody else should get. Uh, more stuff because there's so many good fucking designers out there so. you've built your bird's nest it's time to feed the babies <laughs> yeah, but not even babies it's like, like other birds you <laughs> no, know yeah, that's true. i'm like yo like my <laughs> nest go to a different nest. Yeah. my nest is full. my nurse is full like check out these <laughs> eagles out here yeah they're straight up like actually <laughs> artists you know but do you have like artists come to you and ask to be designers for relentless or do you do more of like a reach out thing where you're like hey you should um normally i don't like to mess with other people's money um i normally like will ask a client what their budget is um we have two designers in house that w will take care of anything we need but I there's still like that something about like going to a freelance designer and getting like exactly what they want like there's there's so many different variables to art and like what type of art people like so yeah um I yeah I just like I have a list of like homies I refer and yeah. I'm like okay go to these people because they fucking rule and um yeah I don't I I, I have in the past like been like hey like if it's uh, we work with a lot of churches and like I'll just be like hey like just pay us like $200 I'll just take the money from the, the artist and so it makes things way you know less complicated but with like bands and stuff I'm like just go to the actual artist yeah because yeah, yeah. I don't like to mess with their money right Fair enough yeah. yeah they get to name their price when they're freelance too mm -hmm. like rather yeah. if you hire them on or contract them out yeah and also pay your artist that's that's Fact. the one yes. thing I have yeah. is pay yes. your fucking artist. Even if yes. they're way too nice, and yeah. like, oh no, you're my friend. No, pay your friend. Yeah, pay your homie, homie artist. Pay yeah, your pay them like, even more. Standard rate. Yeah. Right. Homies like, have bills don't, too. Don't ask your homie artist for a discount. Pay them. <laughs> be like, what's the pay maximum? Them more, your and homie. then get them fucking yeah. referrals. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because right. you're a friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all about feeding the baby birds. Feeding the birds. <laughs> Feeding the birds. Do it for the birds. Do it for the birds. <laughs> but yeah, that's relentless. Fuck yeah. Nice, dude. I just sit at a desk and like chat with people all day. It's tight. Man, it's awesome. it seems like you, you hire a good a good group of, of kids. Yeah. I think I kids it might be a different word because some of, I, i'm a kid some of the so. some of the crew is actually older than me and <laughs> like the age variance is like from 18 to like 40 so oh, it's good. like that's cool it's a wild yeah, that's a good thing everybody yeah, gets along for the most part good like no yeah, everybody fights. fucking rules like <laughs> i i genuinely love our crew that's awesome like they're all my homies we go we barbecue fuck yeah <laughs> It's so cool. Family retreat. We get pizza. Yeah, it's nice. Yes. Yeah. But good shit. Reminds me of working at the hub. <laughs> yeah. I miss <laughs> you, hub. <laughs> I miss you so much. Um, okay, so we do a segment. Um, it's got a name. Rock or roll. Yeah, that's the name. Mm. Uh, and uh, where I, we ask you your opinions on particular bands, and you tell us whether it rocks or it can roll on. Oh, out of I'm here. ready. This should be fun. Hey, with is us. this like? Big bands or locals? Because I don't like. No, 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 no. We're not doing big bands. I was like, that's yeah. kind of mean. Man, distressed damsel like, sucks. Yeah, we're like, we're like the Dale and Nebraska. We don't give, <laughs> we don't give local bands shade. So no, only positive. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love yeah. that. Um, no. Our babies only, cannot do. We, no. we try and get. Uh, well, slow dive, rock and roll, dude. Rock. 
Wait, which one's the good one? Is rock good? Rock. rock. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, we... Rock or roll on out of here. Oh, okay. Yo, oh, fuck yeah, rock. Yeah. 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 Shoegaze, beautiful atmosphere, mm. tones, texture, mm-hmm. easy, good listening, but also depth and... Yes. Actually, <laughs> I, I bought a slow dive bootleg before I actually listened to the band. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, I'm totally glad I bought this bootleg. Yeah. <laughs> I was very, very, uh, very big poster on that one. But it's love never the band. too late. Yeah. It's never too no, late. No, you can always just buy it three times in several different formats. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Well, back. on the shoegaze train, uh, My Bloody Valentine? Um, I'm in between. Yeah. I have no. I'm probably gonna get dissed on for not caring. That's chill. <laughs> no, I don't. That's okay because I don't care either. This is your opinion. Okay. I think. I think as far as like shoegaze, quote unquote, gods, maybe not as high on my list. But I mean, still good shit. Yeah, yeah. and they were doing it at a time when like not as many people were either. So that's always a hard thing contextually. Is like. The time and place in which people were creating these things. So, what are your uh, shoegaze gods then? Oh, other than boy. I mean, I wouldn't consider myself like a shoegaze expert. I think my definition of shoegaze. I was just talking to someone about this. It's typically, a little more on the heavier side, like a little fuzzier, a little more rock, like yeah. a little more big stuff. Yeah. But I just heard this uh, Ringo Death Star album that came yeah. out in 2020. Yeah, yeah. Big fan of that. There's some shoegaze elements to that, but it's like heavier and fuzzier too, which I like. Nice. Yeah. I don't know that one. I'll have to check it out. Oh, check it out for sure. Yeah, yeah. it's the band is Ringo Death Star and the album is self-titled. Sick. Yeah. I'm on it. I'm trying to think of bands. Fuck. <laughs> I, I know. I'm. <sighs> Go. Wh- okay, all right. Are we going to switch everything? Because, <laughs> well, because you guys don't know much about me and like I consider this to be part of my personality, these guys know what band I'm going to ask you about. Ween. What are your thoughts on Ween? Yo, I know they're a legendary band. <laughs> I don't really have a, a strong opinion other than I really like their merchandising and their mm-hmm. art. Yeah. Like everything about that band is fucking sick, but I just can't get into them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love people who hate Ween because I love <laughs> Ween so much I need there to be a yin a yeah. to my yang. I get why people like Ween or like yeah. even like uh I don't know, like jam band stuff. Like yeah. I, I get why people fucking love that stuff, but I just have never connected to it. Yep. Maybe I don't maybe it's because I don't smoke. I don't know, man. I smoke, and I don't know if Ween is quite clicked for me personally. <laughs> At least you got Grateful Dead now, though. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, that yeah. one has clicked now. I think Yo. I love. I will say though, I love Ween just because they like kind of a fuck you, we do whatever we want band, and Ween. I yeah. really appreciate that. Like, like waving my dick in the wind, their classic song, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. or just the fact that they like. They are maybe the definitive, like, we won't put ourselves in a box by our sound band. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. they have a, every single song sounds so different, and I get how a lot of people don't like them for that, but I can respect them for that, yeah. at least. See, I dig. That, that aspect is one of my favorite aspects of almost all the bands that I listen to. It's like, all of their songs are very different, but... You can still tell that it's that band. Yeah, they still you have know? a sound. They still have a yeah, yeah. something to come Ween back. Ween definitely to. has a sound a, too, yeah, right? It's, it's yeah. brown. That's you know, it's, that's <laughs> what you call it. That's the adjective. Um, I also have a weird story about uh, Grateful Dead. I didn't check them out until uh, I got linked up with their road manager from the eighties, um, and ended up having a phone call with him about merchandise and like printing because i we ended up doing some stuff for rex foundation which is like uh their foundation that they like he helps run and he's actually like their main manager now but i like got off the phone with him and i was like yo the next time i talk to him i need to have listened to like at (laughs) least a record of the grateful dead or i'm a fucking clown so (laughs) i like listened through it like and then i was like okay i get it I vibe it, and I now I, I like the Grateful Dead, and, but it was very embarrassing. I was like, I know you're a legendary human. I've read blog posts about you, but I, yeah, yeah, I I would hate to be in that predicament. Yeah, I, I haven't listened to enough Grateful Dead. Yeah, but he was cool as shit. So he I was bet. like the nicest human. I like sent him some pictures of like the shirts we were like we did some test prints for them, and they're like he was like, 
I love your like detail and everything. I was like, yo, you're like kind of a legendary human, so thank you. Like, <laughs> right. Holy shit. <laughs> wow, fantastic. Uh, do you guys got another one? Uh, what do you think? What do you think about Tiger's Jaw? I we tiger like tiger's jaw. wine yeah. tiger wine tiger, tiger wine. wine yeah tiger wine. Uh, like... the new record's okay yeah you don't vibe them i'm not as crazy i i love their first record i feel like they they're, dude they're a bit belongs one, to the dead is to one of my favorite albums is that the, the, that's their like very very first first oh okay that they they remastered that one it's got i'm thinking like the, the one with the pizza on it yeah that one is their like classic okay. record yeah and planes versus tanks versus automobiles so, yeah, yeah yeah i like some of their stuff i just feel like maybe it hasn't evolved or and that's tough too because it's a damned if you do damned if you don't because it's like some people will be like this band has changed they're not the same band they i have want uh heavy changed. yeah I mean, even this last record was really neat like i i'm not like the biggest fan by any means but like i fully get why people love that band and like they're they're definitely a unique vibe. So, especially yeah. their- I'm not taught like <laughs> I do like them for the record. I just am not as crazy about them. Is there an in between rock and roll? There's an or yeah. rock this or roll, chill. so you could go or. It's called <laughs> sit still and production Moss. on is- that is ten out of ten. So facts. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. I might not vibe with every single song, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do we think about? I mean, Fiddlehead just dropped. That new Yo, album. We we both like that. Yeah, Fucking big big record. fan of that record. We were wow. talking about like, like how how to how to drop how to release your album with the singles coming out, and they went like the last song comes out first. Oh, well, what's that yeah. last track like? We've we've had a conversation yeah. about that, but yeah, you yeah. you got the wrong Sometimes, man in our band yeah. for that one. <laughs> uh, our drummer Nate Skinner, he like the last song on a record is really big and important to him. He oh. he does this thing. We 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 kind of have contentious debates about it, but when he listens to a record for the first time. He'll put it on, listen to the first song, and then he'll listen to like the last thirty seconds of the record. Whoa! Which is almost like reading the last ten pages of a book. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, see yeah, if man, you're gonna but... like it. But I mean, it's a, that is really important in a record, and it's really important to him. So it's yeah. like we have discussions about this. How like maybe your last song isn't a good single because you kind of want it to be your big ending yeah. right yeah. Finale. Yeah. it's but... like oh man i was just talking about this today too i hate how in movie trailers when they show you the ending it's yeah. like if anything right. from the last Twists. half an hour of a movie is in the movie trailer i don't want to see your movie anymore mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> well that's nice i mean we can throw him shade all day but i mean like yeah. at least he cares about the continuity of an album yeah, oh, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah, there's not many not people even, who give a shit about that anymore. Yeah, so. that's no, it's not even shade. It's just like yeah. uh, it's a perspective. I wish yeah, he was yeah. here to give. <laughs> there was, I, I totally, I'm, I agree too. The last song is important. Yeah, for sure. There was some study done where it showed that a higher percentage of people would review a book positively if they were spoiled the ending before they read it. Ooh. Mm. so maybe it's maybe he's on that higher percentage okay let me ask you all this when you're about to watch a movie do you look up the reviews for it beforehand like no. the rotten rotten tomato score or anything no no if, if an album gets it's a particularly so- good score then i'll be more likely to listen to it yeah but if i, I find something out of my own volition then i'm not going to look up the review for it before i listen to it word you know okay mean? yeah same thing with like a movie if <clears> like movie? if if somebody recommends it to me then i'll i'll watch it and then i'll have sort of that that bias but it, it feels more unintentional than looking up a review and being like yeah this is yeah. 100% Rotten Tomato score. It's like the bad reviews that get me. It's like people tell me, oh, don't watch this. This movie's shit. And then they start the movie and immediately I'm picking up You're everything. You're watching it from that lens, right? I'm picking up everything that I don't like or that I know other people wouldn't like. Same as with music. And I'm like, hmm. But even with the Fiddlehead yeah. record, I was yeah. I was very biased because I've been a fan of like Have Heart. Like I've been a fan of Basement. Like literally any bands that they've been in, mainly Pat, like 
dude just has always been in good fucking bands. Yeah. And, uh, like, that record, I, I think I would have liked either way. Like, no matter what song <laughs> came out, and, like, production, like, Chris Teddy did it, and he fucking rules. Like, everything about that record is the best record. Dude. And if anybody is listening to this and hasn't checked out the record, it's worth it. Fiddlehead's mm. new album. Also, Half Heart. Just listen to Half Heart. <laughs> yeah. I uh, also applied to be uh, an, in, for an internship for Saddle Creek back in the day uh, oh. when I was, like, graduating yeah. college. And I put... Uh, songs to scream at the sun as my number one record yeah and I, I don't know what the fuck i was thinking like putting that on a saddle creek uh internship application and i at least you're like clearly not pandering to them yeah i was yeah. like i was like yo creek record yeah and they probably were like oh this dude might be like a strange clown which i was as an 18 year or 22 year old but i didn't get that internship so. yeah. but if I would have got the internship, I would have moved to Omaha. I would have probably not started Relentless. So yeah. Yeah. A whole yeah. different. Everything works out for yeah. a reason, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Indeed. So you guys, you were saying you guys have been like a band for like six years, right? Uh, I think five, four, maybe. Well, it was 2016. Oh, word. Yeah. 2016, yeah. Yeah. And we all grew up around each other. Like Zach and I grew up like in small towns in West Nebraska. So. Oh, Nate and I played in a band uh, called Lighthouses. It was like a post-hardcore band. And Zach was in a another local band called For the Birds. And so, like, we had been around each other so much and just kind of made sense when we started. So That's when the best stuff yeah. comes, when everybody's already knows each other. Just like with your producer, Jeremy. Like, he knows you guys, so it you, you automatically get, like, this one-up on your sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Definitely. there's like a chemistry that's really important to all that. That's kind of I don't know. It's it can yeah. be delicate or just like, you know. Sometimes I do think you can like meet someone and vibe with them really well and make that work. But to just like have an established rapport and like to really know what the other person is trying to accomplish, I think can go a long way. Feel like right. it definitely helps with artist intention yeah or, or and then for us it was also like we all had been in bands before but in some of our bands everyone didn't want the same things or didn't have the same aspirations and so kind of with this band it was like a culmination of everyone being like well i have this individual aspiration and i want to be in a project that everyone else is on that same page and wants to see that through yeah and I kind of feel like that is how Salt Creek came yeah. together in a way. Nobody has a, uh, like, well, once I hit this certain age or this certain, like, you know, area, like, we're going to quit the band or anything. It Like, it's everybody's 100% in and driving. And yes. Everybody has a, a different dynamic purpose for the band, like, and does Fits different. their slot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Does what they... Yeah. what they know that they're needing to do yeah. yeah it's so refreshing though like all being on the same page about what you want out of a band because there's no right or wrong answer either you know some people just want to play music with their friends and have fun yeah some people want to play at a bar on a friday night and get free beers and have fun and some people want to play at church yeah Dude, yeah. yeah some mm-hmm. people want to tour the country and see the world and some people want to make a career out of it and there's no mm-hmm. right or wrong answer it's just like you got to be on the same page with your own band about it and it's really nice yeah. when you are <laughs> yeah, yeah definitely to not feel like you're like trying to drag some people along or making people do stuff they don't want to do or yeah definitely you know. oh shit i had something <laughs> well i was gonna say we we had like a half an hour and then we played the song and then we've done another half an hour yeah so i feel like do you guys have any sorry you go no you go okay well i was gonna ask them if they had any like like last words anything they wanted to anything they wanted to talk about yeah any shout outs or anything karaoke yeah, yeah i no, was gonna hey. I, I was gonna ask That's about gonna you guys yeah we need to go around the room real quick with uh what would be your first first choice of if you were at a bar and singing karaoke oh yeah. starting with you bro Oh. Or wait, are you not ready? You know, I think Piano Man. Because that's the first oh, one that came into my yeah, head. Yeah. I think Piano I Man. I love it. I love it. I'm inspired <laughs> by that answer, one. actually. Yeah, that's, that's, that's me right there. 
I'm the piano man that don't know how to play piano, but you Hell can put yeah. bread in my jar. <laughs> <laughs> you can put bread in my jar. <laughs> no money, though, please. We're going would, clockwise? Yeah. I would scream um, Stupid Fish by Cherry Glazer. Just a, a, a song I really love to scream, scream oh, to. That's great. Know it, know it like the back of your hand, too. Um, yeah. That's important with karaoke. I feel like I always pick ones that are like, Maybe a little like I'm not as familiar with, and then you get up there and you're like, I don't know this as well. Yeah. <laughs> but your answer inspired me, uh, Tiny Dancer. Oh, oh yeah. great song. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's definitely one. Or Take Me Home, Country Road. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to talk. So I want. I kind of want to do a cover of that song, and I want to change oh, my gosh. Mountain Mama to Prairie Papa. No one steal my idea. That's on you, copyright. Yeah. No, that's your that's your solo Prairie career. Papa. Yeah. Prairie Papa. That's that's, <gasps> that's my new really name. Good. Yeah, that's really good. That's very good. Wow. Hey, all right. Thanks, right. y'all. This has been a good workshop. Wow. <laughs> uh, I would go. Uh, even though I haven't ate meat in like four years. I would go uh, Chicken Fried <gasps> by Zach Brown Band. Oh, yes. Great. Yes. Yes. Great song. Because uh, that's, that's a song you're at like a, a reunion or a barbecue or anything. That song comes on and like it reminds me of like uh, like you're at a reunion and somebody's playing their – has like their truck doors open. <laughs> right. And they're playing and that song comes on and they like walk over their vehicle and just crank it the fuck right. up. Dude, yes. when that, when that yes. bass yes. hits, Good vibe, you dude. could see me skanking. <laughs> yes. Uh, I guess I'd have to do either Loser by Beck. Ooh, love it. Or um, – I've I've definitely done Beastie Boys Sabotage before. Nice. That was a lot of fun. If there's like a ledge to jump jump off of and like do a like yeah. you know a little splits thing, like <laughs> <laughs> you kind of you don't have to worry as much about being in pitch with that song. You no, kind of yell no. it. Like, yeah, exactly. My answer to Apple Bottom Jeans. That one. Ooh, that's a good one. Really good. My roommate and I are cleaning our apartment to move out, and we were blasting that song last night, and I was just like, man. Early 2000s dances. What a time. (laughs) Dude, this has been a great. Thank you all for coming in here. Yeah, good time. Very good time. This was so fun. And I want to ask one more question. What has been in y'all's playlist? We can. Yeah, local, non local. What have y'all been spinning? Uh, Evan Bartles uh, put out a new song. Oh, yeah, baby. Um, Andrea Von Campen put out a new EP. Might be just a single. Man, I remember when she played at Dormfest. Mark Champion put on Dormfest, and she came in and played like in a little dorm. Uh, Solo music thing. Fucking awesome, dude. I'll never forget that. Um, Filter. I think any filter, just, just pick. Pick a record and listen through it. Don't listen to their top hits. Anything, dude. That was a good one. I'm trying to look at mine here. I'm like all over the place. Also, with my listening. Well, what's your most recent <laughs> listen? The most recent thing. Also, this might be a, a a little bit of a clown move, but if you haven't listened to Fantastic Planet by Failure, that's like no. overall my my life's favorite record. It's a yeah. great album name yeah. and band name. The best <laughs> yeah, my most that... recent song is Castaways, but from the backyard again. So sorry. <laughs> With, without failure, a lot of like other bands like wouldn't have the good ass mixes. Like Ken Andrews is like the best producer. Mm, yeah. Just yeah, listen to Failure. Fuck Sick. yes. Last thing I listened to was Alfredo by Freddie Gibbs. If y'all are, Gibbs. If y'all are into hip hop at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can definitely geek out over some of that stuff. What's some what's some of your favorite like mm. uh, you like some Brockhampton? I'm Yeah, a, yeah, dude. Roadrunner was cool. That just yeah. came out recently yeah. and Super like the good. remixes they did for that. There's a couple songs on Roadrunner especially that are dude. heavy, like yeah. real heavy. It's a, it's a wild step to the side, I feel like. It's like yeah. we're taking it we're going a little harder. Yeah. So I, and then I love I love that they're like, we're a boy band and we have all these boy band elements, but then they also do just but we have go like, hard. Yeah. Yeah. Chain yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Like, and I love the features like Danny Brown and JPEG Mafia. Big fan of both dude, of them yes. individually too. Yep. Like those are such good be- like feature calls. ASAP Rocky, mm-hmm. love ASAP oh, yeah, Rocky. Yep. Like 
um j cole's new album as far as hip-hop goes yeah um but also like a lot of like like all a loss oh dude all a loss. more of a recent discovery awesome. for me yeah yeah i'm a little slow to that one yeah i was also slow to that one my, my buddy levi hagan turned me on to them oh, yeah. he's like I played, oh they're I all like <laughs> it's like uh like i think they're all jewish or muslim or something like that's their shtick oh word. Well, okay. yeah but that like they're from california and they do like oh, the classic no like laid back surf music thing I'm that's, like, yeah oh, that's exactly. so me it's a good vibe yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's awesome i like that for sure yeah um the ringo death star album yeah for sure um one time somebody hacked speaking of asap uh somebody hacked my spotify one time and only played asap rocky and i just had a shit ton of asap rocky in my library from then on still there Damn. and I, i'm fine with it now <laughs> yeah i'm fine with it now it <laughs> got me on the way a good hint yeah. yeah but literally i saw him like playing it while i was trying to play and it just kept switching back to asap and i was like what is going on i love that <laughs> someone hacked your account just to listen to music too like mm-hmm. it wasn't to like get any of your personal information or your data or yeah anything. i just want to bop yes. dude yeah it's like <laughs> they just they just didn't want to deal with ads no, man like honestly, come on is that, that asking too much yeah. don't be greedy you're not listening did, did that to show up as like time. your end of the year like number one yeah. <laughs> they were in there my year in review is messed up man. i i don't know if nate skinner uh which is our, our drummers like if i had his account or what but uh, one year, King Cruel showed up as my number one played, <laughs> and I had not listened to King Cruel until then. And I love King Cruel now, so yeah, I don't know how that should. happened. Nice. His, his, last <laughs> album, his album that yeah. came out in 2020 was that like... Was, it was like right when the pandemic hit too, and there's like a lot of themes like isolation and just like yeah, that I mean track cellular. What's that album called? It's like a man alone, man alive, man, man, alive. man, alive. man alive, yeah, man yeah. alive, yeah. 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 Track cellular record. on there is probably my favorite. I'm about stoned again. Stoned again, <laughs> dude. Yes, he he's got such a good voice he's for what cool, he does. Man. Yeah, yeah. Like jazzy, like guitar and everything. I keep too. coming back to the ooze or the O's or whatever it's called. Yeah, I, I saw that. So yeah, you have that here. I did yeah. see that one. That one popped out. Oh, that's a classic. Did you hear that? Uh, he when he after he dropped his first album, Kanye hit him up to like produce with him, and he was like, Nah. <gasps> <laughs> wow. Yeah. I and mean, drop Man Alive. Fair. I could see Kanye being a difficult person to work with creatively. So yeah. I mean, and but... in my arm hair. Nice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just because you're so sweet. <laughs> well, on that note, now that the, now that we uh, need to call an exterminator. Yeah. yeah. Thank you yeah. guys so much. This, this has been, been a good so time. Fun. Yeah. Straight up. Thank you for having us. Hello, it's me. It's Hunter again. Uh, I'd like to thank you for listening to the podcast. Um, Podcasts are probably the most daunting out of all of the tasks that we manage here at Shallot, so it means the world to us that you uh, are have listened until this point. Um, Salt Creek are a great band, and again, you should go listen to them. And if you're at all interested in recording in digital or analog means, as always, please hit up Shallot on any of our social media pages. We got Facebook, Instagram, just called Shallot Records. Just search it; it'll it'll be there. Uh, and Shallot Records at gmail.com is our new email or Outlook. Yeah, either one, yeah, it works. Uh, but yeah, we've been uh, we've been having fun. And I hope you had a good time listening to the podcast. So, uh, have stay stay cool in this sweltering hot Nebraskan summer that we have going on at the moment. And thanks again. <laughs> <laughs>